Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Cool. So, Jamie, thank you very much for coming on to the uh, podcast. This is the Business, Wealth and Mindset podcast. So the idea is uh, uh, basically to provide uh, great content and inspirational stories to, uh, uh, you know, um, entrepreneurs, those who are looking to get into business, you know, share the knowledge so we can give them that edge uh, to get them to understand what it takes to be uh, in business, the challenges and uh, also the successes. So it's sure. good to get to talk to you. Uh, oh, thanks for having me. Really happy to be on here and yeah. uh, I'll do my best to add some value. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, the first part is basically to capture your, your story. So if you can uh, initially just take us through your journey, like where you've been before uh, and where you're at now, you know yeah. how you've how you've you've gotten here and what the future vi- vision is as well. So just yeah, sure, to... sure. I mean, I, I I'm not sure how far back you want me to go. I mean, my my first ever business was when I was 19. Yeah. Um, and you know, I had a few hustles and stuff like that, trying to make money. And my yeah. background was very blue collar. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, my family are sort of very good with their hands and sort of mm. or and the rest of them are on the dole sort of thing so <laughs> i didn't really grow up with money yeah um and but i also was in a really good school mm-hmm. got in dartford grammar school which was really good and uh, most people that were in that school were quite wealthy yeah and so i was the poor kid but a lot of people might think that was like, oh you know that's really crap but actually yeah. i think because i grew up with no money yeah. and was surrounded by people with money yeah it showed me that gap and what you can have and Whilst I don't think money makes you happy, I think the absence of money can make you sad and is the cause of a lot of grief yeah. in low, low um, demographic households um, from my experience. So I always wanted to be rich. And, you yeah. know, I from even from 16, 17, I knew I was going to be a millionaire. If somebody was mm-hmm. like, oh, do you think you'll get it? It's like, yes. Yeah. I just didn't know how. And so, you know, I was a typical kid, if you like. So started trading. Um, that was initially how I made money when I was 19. And the reason I started was because uh, my dad passed away when I was younger, unfortunately. Um, My mum didn't have the money to sort of help and support. Mm. So I had to work. And Mm. uh, I had noticed I was good at reading charts, good at analyzing. So I thought, I'll start putting some money into this. Mm -hmm. And as I started getting pretty good at trading, percentage profit wise, obviously on a hundred pound in, it's not that much, Mm -hmm. but people started saying, well, here's a thousand pound, here's 5,000 pound, here's 10,000 pounds. And I ended up sort of selling that off when I was 19, 20, and I got about a quarter of a million pound for that. So that was cool. But Mm. what happens when you give a 19 year old that's never had any money, (laughs) a load of money, (laughs) the worst. So I ended up having the best slash worst year of my life and um, spent pretty much all of it. And uh, it was only because of a lecturer at the time that said, look, you're either going to be one of two people. You're going to be special. People are going to want to listen to you. You're going to write books. You're going to do all this thing. And I'm thinking, bloody hell, like what a bit bit of pressure, (laughs) but also quite incredible that somebody thought that about me. He said, or you'll end up in prison. And I was like, oh, right. And he said, and the way you're going, that's the way you're going to go. And I thought, well, you know, I don't want that. And, um, And so, and he invested in property in Mm -hmm. Burnley and so I had about 20 grand left and I I found a three bed 
mid-terrace property in Burnley that was £21,800. So I scraped together the rest of the money, bought the property, didn't have any money for anything else. And my mate's dad, really nice of him, bought me an old van Mm -hmm. and some tools and said, well, go on, then you go do it. So that's what I did. Went to uni, worked my jobs, drove up every Friday, slept in the back of the van, got my hands dirty and all of that. And then I got introduced to Progressive um, through my now business partner, but then friend. And um, sort of just went from there, got training. And then fast forward to now, um, deal packaging in property where we're finding um, double digit return property investments for investors is probably our biggest company um, where this year we're looking to do seven figures in that. So a million pound business. um, And then obviously education, consulting and showing other people how to do that. That's another million pound business as well. So yeah, scaled quite relatively quickly so that's over about seven years i'm 28 now yeah wow that's uh, that's really good so i mean if you look looking back what what do you think was was the biggest inspiration is it is it that background that you've described where you you, you grew up in and and what's sort of driving you now as well do you know it's um I always love that question and and quite often people seem to have a pivotal moment in their life, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I do. I think I've got a lot of different things. So I think the fact that 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 contrast was built there. So growing up with no no money, I don't want to say nothing because I had a lot of love surrounding me. And that's something as well. I had a a lot of support. I had an amazing upbringing. It just money wasn't a part of it. But I had a lot of love and support from my mum, especially. She's Mm -hmm. my absolute hero. I'm a proper mummy's boy. And, um, (laughs) you know, but it's because of my mum that I'm the person I am today, good and bad, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that I was surrounded by people with money as well and I thought yeah. well, actually if, if I'm going to be upset I'd rather cry in my Ferrari than yeah. a Vauxhall Corsa yeah. you know and I'm sure yeah so so that was a, that was quite a big thing and then uh, I, I guess a real transitional point in my business that really inspired me is I've always believed in helping other people mm-hmm. that in business it's just yeah. money right I want to make money want to make money want to make money yeah and it was somebody that said to me you know if you really want to be rich there's one of two ways really mm-hmm. it's how many people you help and how yeah. much you help them. You help them. I.e., if you can really, really, really solve a problem for one person, you could charge 50 grand, 100 grand, a quarter of a million for one person. Yeah. Or you can solve a really small problem mm-hmm. and make 50 pence a person that you do it, right? If you yeah. think about bottled water, yeah. that's wow. quenching somebody's thirst. You, they might make 10 pence a bottle, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're selling millions. Millions. Millions, yeah. right? Yeah. And so as soon as I had that transitional point and I stopped focusing on money mm-hmm. and I start, it started thinking and all of my staff started thinking, how can we help people? How can we add value? value. And then my, my whole ethos, my whole value if you like, is value first, profit second. And since I've started focusing on adding more value to people, I've ended up making a lot more money. And that's that's definitely what I want to move forward with and expand. Yeah. Wow, that's a critical point there that you mentioned. I guess that's probably the point that creates the difference between the day job and actually being in business. So presumably, if if you are going to go the route of getting the day job, you, you probably have so many hours to work on yourself. So that brings into perspective that uh, concept of leverage. You yeah. Know, you know, by adding value to so many people, you're sort of leveraging yourself and you're having so many hours, essentially, that you're earning from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's, 
there's a lot of different words for people like mm -hmm. us. Um, I think the differentiation between a business owner and an entrepreneur yeah. um, is quite good to focus on. So yeah. a business owner is about adding value. They're both about yeah. adding value, yeah. um, I believe, and that, that's what you need to be successful. Mm -hmm. But a business owner, it could be you can work 10 hours a week yeah. and, and make a million a year quite easily. Yeah. You know, It takes time to build that up. Mm -hmm. Or you can work 60 hours a week, 80 hours a week. Yeah. An entrepreneur is you live and breathe. The idea of being employed by somebody is yeah. just suffocating. You need to go all in. So I would class myself, I am a business owner, but I'm more of an entrepreneur. entrepreneur. So, you know, when people talk about the laptop lifestyle, yeah. I, no, I work hard and play hard. So, you know, I still go away three months of the year traveling and stuff like that. But I'll work 15, 16 hours a day yeah. um, because it's not work. Yeah. You know, when you love what you're doing, I am so obsessed yeah. with this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even, even doing podcasts like this, I mean, yeah. we've, we've been in mentoring in this mentoring, morning, yeah, straight over here, <laughs> then I'm straight over doing more mentoring. Yeah. I'll be up to 11 at night tonight doing this sort of yeah. thing. And I absolutely love it. And I yeah. think when you, you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you get to decide what you're really, really passionate about. Mm. And it's something um, Jim Carrey, the actor, his dad said to him, I think his dad was an accountant or something like that, yeah. and he lost his job. And it was at that point he realized, you know, nothing is safe in life. Yeah. No job. The safest jobs you think of in the world, yeah. they're not safe not anymore. Safe. You know, think of the big banks you thought were protected. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've had so many clothes in America and yeah. England uh, since the last recession. Yeah. And actually, if you're going to spend your life trying to do something you might as well do something you're passionate about Very and you like. love rather than just being in that desk job because yeah. you know you, you're giving up a yeah. if you if you live to 90 mm -hmm. 30 years of your life is in bed mm -hmm. 30 years of your life is at work wow <laughs> you know That's and so you've only good. got a third left and you, you know once you yeah. take out eating traveling, wow. all that, you probably only had 10 years. Yeah, I guess that's where the, the difference in the energy levels come from, isn't it? Because, you know, if it's something that you, you like, you're passionate about, your energy levels and the motivation and the enthusiasm is that much higher than, you know, going to your day uh, you, job. Pe pe people talk about burnout. Yeah. Burnout, you know, you need to be careful you burn out. The naysayers, slow yeah. it down. It's, it's bollocks. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear <laughs> on this podcast, sorry. Um, <laughs> But it's rubbish. Mm -hmm. It's rubbish because, you know, when you were a kid and playing your video games until three in the morning, yeah. did you get to two in the morning and go, oh, it's too, it's too many, I'm burning out? I'm no, burning. you're yeah. passionate about it. You want to do it. You want to do more. And, that, it, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You, and when you love it, there is no burnout. There's no yeah. burning candles at both ends. No, like the thing is, because I work a lot of people are like, well, how do you work out? How do you find the time for that? How do you yeah. find the time for the missus? How do you yeah. find time to sleep? It's just like you still need to have balance and a yeah. blend in your life. Yeah. But, you know, I think if you, if you look at life in three sections, mm -hmm. and I think this is what most people live, you've got your younger years yeah. where you've got loads of time, yeah. loads of energy, but no money. Yeah. Then you've got the middle part of your life where mm -hmm. you've got still got quite a lot of energy, yeah. quite a lot of money, yeah. but no time. No time. And then when you get to 65 or by the time I'm there, 75 and people are retiring, mm -hmm. you've got loads of time, loads of money, yeah. no energy. Yeah. And I just think life is, life is lived backwards. Why nice. do I want to wait until I'm 65, 70 to start really enjoying my life? And so now my life is all about blend. So the, in, if I need to be in the office, for 30 days straight and sleep in the office, mm -hmm. I would do it because yeah. I love what I'm doing. Yeah. Or I can do, go do that on a beach yeah. and I love it. And I, I feel in a really privileged situation where 
Um, I'm semi-retired all the time because yeah. everything I do now is a choice. And I think when you get that, once you've yeah. got your oxygen, you know, you need enough money to survive. To survive once you've yeah. got that, you do what you want and yeah. you've, you've got to follow your passion. That's brilliant. So what, what do you think is the role of, of mindset in in things uh, that you, you do and business in particular? Oh, it's huge. You know, there, there's that whole quote, isn't there? Yeah. The skill set without the mindset will leave you upset. Yeah. Well, some American, <laughs> yeah. I imagine. But the the thing is, it's, it's true. That on the flip side, have the best mindset in the world. If you don't do anything and about it, you're going to get no results. You know, you, what we talk about a lot is all about action. Yeah. Um, but it's... It's all about the lens of life, okay? Mm -hmm. So I, I think everybody's got almost like, um, what are they called, the things you put in your eyes? Um, um, the, um, uh, what do you call? Uh, you know, I mean, the contact. The contact, yes. contact, contact lenses. lenses yeah. I think everybody's got an invisible lens on their eyes yeah. and mm -hmm. it's created by the mind. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, like you can, you can have 30 people against mm -hmm. the wall looking at the same situation and if you do something in front of them and you get them to tell the story later, you'll get 30 different stories yeah. and they're all telling the truth. Yeah. And, you know, and the, the, the whole difference in how they put it forward to you is on their mindset. The mindset. I could be standing outside mm -hmm. and nothing can happen. And one person can go, I was standing there for 10 minutes doing absolutely nothing. Like yeah. what a waste of my time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a negative mindset. Yeah. I could stand there and go, you know what? I was stood there for 10 minutes yeah. and it, everything was still and a light breeze was there. It was sunny mm -hmm. and it was really nice just to get some clean air in mm -hmm. and think and reflect on the possibilities that I'm going to achieve in 2020. Yeah. That's a bit of a fluffy example. But the yeah. truth is, that's my lens. Yeah. And everyone's got their own lens. And I think if you're, lo if you're looking at things in a negative lens, you're going to create a negative outcome. Negative the more positive that you, positivity that you put into the world and put into your lens, the more you are going to create back to you. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's, it's huge. Like a, a good 60, 80% mm -hmm. of what I've achieved mm -hmm. is through mindset. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. So what do you think is the role of training and education in, in, a, in a business journey, for example? And well, how, how has that played out in your in your case with progressive and I mean for, for, for me it's everything yeah um, you know I, I started and I, I was very fortunate because you know I got sort of pushed into the cult if you like at a young age yeah. where it's just like you, you know for me oh you start a business you must get educated and you yeah. must get mentored yeah. so I just had that from day one yeah whereas a lot of people that I now mentor the biggest objection for them is I've been in business for 20 years yeah what's this 28 year old going to teach me about it yeah but I you see. know the people that can get past that it must be difficult because if you've done something one way mm -hmm. it's really hard to suddenly change that behavior yeah um but it's been pivotal in my business so I started with 25 grand you know on a, mostly on a credit card yeah. and he was like right that's what I need to do and I was fortunate enough to be able to do that yeah. um, you know but I say fortunate I worked for it to get that mm -hmm. um, and then that got me to my first hundred grand and then yeah. that got me to my first quarter of a million then that got me to my first million and yeah. you know and it builds and builds now I allocate 10% of whatever I make goes into a separate bank account yeah. and that is only to be used for education. education. So I'm right. constantly looking at my weaknesses, constantly looking at how can I get a mentor here? Mm -hmm. How can I attract it? And now I'm seeking out individuals at higher level and thinking how can I get can their time? Get it's mm -hmm. it's the game changer. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it baffles me that people are willing to go through what now 21 years of education, yeah. average person's coming out close to 50,000 pounds debt, over 50% of people don't 
use the degree they got for the job they're getting. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's completely normal because yeah. that's what the rest of the sheep do. Yeah. And yet a few lions or wolves out there de decide to pave that path for themselves mm -hmm. and they're the weird ones. Yeah. And I think the sooner people can get out of their own way, get educated and start scaling their businesses, whatever mm -hmm. business that is, yeah. you, you know, the, the value of a mentor yes. is just yeah. absolutely crazy. I, I imagine most people be, especially when they start looking at mentorship or training and the cost assigned to that, they probably can't see the benefits that they can get beyond that. And that's yeah. what would probably take them back to say, ah, you know, if I pay this five grand or 10 grand for this training, what will it really be teaching? What will oh, it teach yeah. me? But, uh, you know, some of the benefits I find are benefits that you can't immediately see you know there could be benefits in the networks and the relationships that you make oh, which will give you things that you never imagined or you could actually see so yeah, yeah. and an an ignorant person yeah. will never understand the cost of ignorance yeah they just won't and you know we can do our best in the you know you can get testimonials you can show people i've got mm. a plumbing business i did this i've mm. got a hmo business i did this i've got mm. a deal package business mm. i've got a software company i've done this and the more that we can present that the more likely somebody's going to be going well if they can do it yeah. why can't i and uh, i'm not one of these people where i need to see a hundred success stories yeah. i need to see one person when. that started with nothing yeah. and made a success for themselves following that system and if they manage to do that yeah. why can't i you know because there's nothing special about the people yeah. that are training you it's they follow the system they've got yeah. success they've adapted that you know me as a mentor obviously mm -hmm. mentoring yourself other people from the uh, business yeah. mastermind academy mm -hmm. there's nothing special about me or special is the systems that i've applied over time and that's yeah. what i'm transferring to people now mm. so as, as a business person obviously how, how how can you tell how do you do you get to know because sometimes you can get you know bad advice or bad mentors and how can you sort of how the good from the bad in a way yeah sure. so that you you sort of uh, you know prevent yourself from making some mistakes yeah if you're going through the training and mentorship group yeah. for example well I th yeah I, th I think first of all it's worth saying free advice is worth every penny you mm -hmm. know if you're gonna ask nigel down the pub that knows everything about nothing mm -hmm. um you kind of get what you deserve when it comes to paid mentors i think first of all go and see them at a free event the thing that i love about progressive mm -hmm. is obviously you get to a free event then of course yeah. you're going to get sold courses and yeah. stuff like that it's completely natural but my favorite part about it is you get to see the people on yeah. and off stage you get to chat to them and normally you can get a really good read of people that yeah. way and understand them so mm -hmm. Is their personality matching? You don't need to like your mentor, yeah, but can you get a, get along with them? Do you think that's a person that you respect enough that you're going to feel shit yeah. if you turn up not doing what you said you're going to do? You need to have yeah. that re respect there. You don't need to like them. Yeah. You also don't want the flip side, them grating mm -hmm. on you because that's going to get really <laughs> annoying. Yeah. And I think the next step with that is who have they helped? Because I never look at have they got my business accolades yeah. no because i don't need that have they scaled successful businesses mm -hmm. yes who have they helped yeah because you know you you've, you go in the gym there's the most ripped person there but they're a rubbish personal trainer yeah you know you, it's, it's about do they have the skill to teach somebody how to do it effectively yeah. so then it comes from who, who are your students what have they achieved yeah. That's where testimonials come in. And that's why they're so important for myself as a consultant and trainer mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and mentor is to say, well, look, actually, I've mentored Alex yeah. and this is where he was at the start. This is where he is now. Yeah. And, you know, that's why it's so important. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's important is that's a mentor that focuses on the results yeah. because a mentor that cares about a testimonial cares about the person getting the results because he's not going to get a very good testimonial <laughs> if you don't get the results. Right? Yeah, I and I, th- I think when you go doing that, you've just got to take a plunge. Yeah, you know, you've just got to take, sometimes you get a gut feeling and you know what? 80% of your results is reliant on you. On you. Yeah. Wow. That 20% that comes from the mentor, you just didn't know that existed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what, what advice would you give to someone who is looking to get into business, for example, but maybe they are struggling with uh, an idea or what it is that they can do. You know, how, how can yeah. people get started when they, they, they probably just have the vision or they, they know they want to get into business, but which business or what, how, how can they? So, okay, so there's a, there's a few things. So first of all, crowdsourcing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean crowdfunding where you're trying to raise finance. I mean, utilize what is available to you? So first of all, who are your likely customers? Is it going to be B2B, business to business or business to consumer? Yeah. What age group are they? All of those questions that you ask yeah. yourself are going to tell you what platform. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's Facebook. Great. There are loads of Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Say I know it's something to do with progress, um, yeah. property, sorry, yeah. but I don't know what strategy. Then I'll go into progressive or some one of the other properties and I'll, I'll just ask questions in there. Yeah, and crowdsource ideas from people. What do you think about this? Would you do this? Would you buy this? Go into the business groups. Don't ask your friends and family because they'll always say, yes, it's brilliant. (laughs) Or they'll always say, no, it's awful because they're negative. Um, And then you need to think about your situation. You know, what resources do you have? And I don't mean money, although that is important. What money do you have to invest? Mm -hmm. And without resources, the great thing about not having money and no resources is without resources, you start to get resourceful, right? But Uh what time can you spend on it? Who do you have around you that can help you? What experience do you have to actually implement this? And then when you're looking like that, if we keep to the property, Mm -hmm. there are like nine main strategies. If I go, right, I've got no money and the most important thing for me is cash flow. Great. That's going to be rent to rent, lease options, assisted sales, deal packaging. Yeah. One of those four. Yeah. Right. My chosen one is deal packaging because mm-hmm. it's the quickest money yeah. and zero risk. Great. Who can educate me around deal packaging? Mm-hmm. Jamie or yeah. somebody else. Other trainers are available. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but who can I get educated by? Who can I get mentored by? Do it. Throw yourself in. Yeah. And yeah. then start generating it. But it's just mm-hmm. having that practical and pragmatic approach. Mm. Wow. And um, what what's the role of giving, for example, like uh, any outside or beyond business kind of things in terms of uh, charitable activities or anything that uh, um, people what, what can I like do to beyond do business? Yes, like, like you. Is there any, any things that you do which you think eventually, because they say, Giving is the best way of receiving. Isn't oh, it? yeah. You so, have to give before so, you start so my mum my has always brought me up on those values. Mm. Um, and she always said, because I was obsessed, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. And she used to say, the highest form of wealth yeah. is when you start giving back. Yeah. And as a teenager, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, mum. Yeah. Of Co- course <laughs> it is, love. You know, take yeah. a seat. And it's just like, well, actually, now, mm-hmm. honestly, once you get to about a quarter of a million a year, yeah. it's the money's kind of irrelevant. The extra mm-hmm. 50 grand just doesn't make a difference. Yeah. But when you start helping other people, and that's one of the main triggers that got me into education yeah. in the first place and helping other people, mm-hmm. is that as soon as you start giving back and they start getting reward, yeah. first of all, it feels 
so much more incredible than you could ever imagine. Yeah. And two, you start making more money. So I, I'm a big believer. The more you do, the more you the give, more the more you, you receive. Yeah. And you know, yeah. And, and aside from that, it's also great networking. You know, if you go yeah. to charity events and that, often people that go to charity events are people with money as well. Money, so yeah. you're surrounding yourself. You know, you are the average of the five people you spend the yeah. most time with. Yeah. And you need to make a proactive effort to spend less time with people that are dragging you down and being anchors in your life and more time with people that are positive and drawing you forward. Yeah. Wow. So uh, as, as a summary, if you are giving advice to someone, what, what, what would you say are the three most important key sort of competences or characteristics of a successful person okay. or for them to make it in, in business? Okay. Well, first of all, it's about having that mindset to constantly develop yourself. You know, if yeah. you look at the professional in, uh, industry, doctors, surgeons, you can't imagine them coming out of training and then mm. going, that's it, I'm sorted for life. Yeah. No, every year they're in CPD, continuous pro uh, progress, mm. professional development. development and yeah. you need to have the same approach with your education. Mm. You know, you just did it with school, but now this stuff's actually going to make yourself money. Come along to a free event, you know, mm. come and meet people that are actually doing it. Yeah. Um, the second thing outside of that is who you are surrounding yourself with will dictate who you are. So Napoleon Hill yeah. in Think and Grow Rich, they were saying about the average of the five people of that. Yeah. But it is, you know, if you think logically, if you spend all your time down the pub with knockoff Nigel and his mates, yeah. you're going to become like that person, start drinking more, start thinking you know yeah. everything. Yeah. Whereas if you start spending once a month around the table with a bunch of millionaires, mm -hmm. you are more likely to start thinking like them and start making financial advances in your life. Um, I think the final mm -hmm. thing, is realizing that you're winning already. Yeah. You know, people have wow. such a negative mindset. There is a one in a trillion chance yeah. of you existing right now. Yeah. You've wow. won. You've beaten the odds. Yeah. You know, you were the one that got born. Yeah. You know, you were the one that did everything you can. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. right. Wow. Um, and if you understand that you are winning every day that you wake up. Yeah. And you take that mindset all the way through to the day, you'll yeah. be the you'll be a winner by the time you go to bed. Yeah. And just carry that through. And mm. you know, big outcomes are not from big inputs, they're from yeah. small inputs small every inputs. single day consistently. Wow. That's uh, very inspiring, Jamie. So uh thanks for that. We'll just uh finish with a, a light-hearted game. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Just pick up, uh, uh, it's a this and that game. So just fire random examples. You have to. All right, let's do it. <laughs> oh, stretch it out. Okay, so piercings or tattoos? Tattoos. <laughs> Weird or crazy? Crazy. <laughs> uh, skates or a bike? Bike. All right, so uh, sweet or salty? Oh, oh, <laughs> salty. Salty. Cars or trucks? Cars. Sandals or sneakers? Sneakers. Cool. Um, Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Facebook. All day long. All day long. Painting or drawing? Painting. Yes. Yeah. Singing or dancing? Singing. Uh, Mark or Rob? Oh. <laughs> I got you there. Mark. You can... <laughs> I'm going with Mark. Uh, Rob will be calling you. I don't care. <laughs> I know. Rob's probably one that's going to be listening to this. So go cool. with Mark. Uh, Superman or Batman? Superman. Blue or green? Blue. Ah. Boat or plane? Plane. Uh, cool. And uh, last one. Um, fruits or vegetables? Oh, fruits. <laughs> 
100%. Cool. No, thank you very much, Jamie. For no problem. I'm really glad podcast, to come in. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, really uh, inspirational information there and your story. So I'm sure, you know, there'll be um, a lot of uh, the listeners who resonate with your message and the advice. And uh, yeah, just uh, maybe quickly, if uh, anyone wants to find you or look you up. Any yeah, so a few different places. You? Instagram, you can find me at Jamie York Wealth. And yeah. uh, on Facebook, just Jamie York, you can yeah. get in touch with me, touch base. If you've got any questions and you're yeah. listening to this around property or scaling your business and yeah. you just want some impartial advice, I'm happy to help you out. Brilliant. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank James. you very much. Thanks uh, for having me, no Alex, worries. and I'll catch you later. Yeah.